0: Hey, y'all, it's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. And I'm back with another episode going through the account of the birth of Jesus in the Bible. And we're looking at this idea of Christmas distraction versus Christmas delight. And last week, we looked at the life of Joseph and Mary and how they delighted in the birth of Jesus through exhibiting peace in their life. And this was in contrast to the general population of the people of Israel and how they were distracted with the culture, and it showed itself in complacency with being okay with uh, living in darkness, not hearing from God for 400 years, and then being oppressed by the pagan rulers that were ruling over them. So if you missed last week, I would encourage you to go back and take a look, uh, take a listen to that. But today we're going to be looking at the shepherds and how they were able to delight in the birth of Jesus versus the innkeeper, who is kind of this arbitrary person in the account of the birth of Jesus. But I think we can we can get there that there was a person who kept the inn uh, and what maybe what they were dealing with. But So the innkeeper, we're going to say, is or was distracted by the commerce of the season. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But the shepherds found delight in the joy of the season. So let's look at Luke chapter 2, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 20. And this is the account of the birth of Jesus and the shepherds. So we will start in verse 1 and read through verse 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quinerius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. These simple words that says, there was no room for them in the inn. The town was overcrowded because of the census. The innkeeper, not mentioned in scripture, but one could infer that there was an individual who turned down shelter to Mary and Joseph. Was he distracted by business? Was he distracted by the commerce the census was bringing his way? Was he distracted by the busyness of the time? Whatever the reason for that distraction, it caused him to miss Christmas and to miss the Savior of the world. I want to read an excerpt from The Miracle of Christmas by John MacArthur. Speaking of the innkeeper, it said he missed it because he was preoccupied. His inn or his guest room or his lean-to shelter was full. It was census time in Bethlehem, and the city was bulging with everyone whose ancestry went back to the little town. Bethlehem was the city of David, so every living descendant of David would have been there, along with every other family whose roots were in Bethlehem. The town was crowded. The innkeeper was busy. There was no indication that he was hostile or even unsympathetic. He was just busy. On the other hand, there were people in Bethlehem that day, that night, who were not distracted. They were the shepherds. They chose, out of necessity of their livelihood, perhaps, to be away from the distractions of the town, doing their normal, everyday job, keeping to themselves living quiet lives, which was a space for joy to invade. And boy, did it. The angel and the company of heavenly host— made a big announcement. Joy was now available for all people. The news of the Savior's birth brings joy to the hearts of those who believe. How did the shepherds respond? The scripture tells us three ways. They responded with joyful investigation by going and seeing the proof of the baby born. They responded with joyful proclamation. They went and told all that they encountered about all that they had seen. They spread the word. And then the third way they responded was with joyful praise, that they returned to what they were doing. They returned to their lives, but yet they were glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. They encountered what Psalm 34 8 encourages us to do, to taste and see that the Lord is good, to tell of the Lord's goodness and to praise him for his goodness. The goodest, which is terrible English, but the goodest thing the Lord has done was that he sent Jesus. Joy comes with Jesus's arrival. So the question is, will you take the time to delight in it or will you be distracted by the busyness, the business and the commerce of the Christmas season? I wanna finish up Going back to John MacArthur's The Miracle of Christmas, speaking of the innkeeper, that he was just busy, MacArthur says that, it, that it's exactly like millions of people today. Their lives are consumed with activity, not necessarily sinful activity, just things that keep us busy. At Christmas, people are especially busy shopping, banquets, parties, concerts, school activities, and other things all compete for attention. And in the clutter of activity, many preoccupied people miss the Son of God. I wanna encourage us to not do that, to not be distracted by the busyness of the season, but to delight in the joy that the season brings. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for the joy that comes with Jesus. Thank you for the example from the life of the shepherds that normal people going through their everyday lives can experience the same joy that the shepherds did because we have the same announcement that the shepherds received. Thank you for that. God, help us to not be distracted by the busyness, the business of Christmas, the commerce of the things that we have to buy or have to prepare for. All of those things are subject to taking away the joy that you want us to experience during this time. Uh, You've given us joy deep down in our hearts and may we feel it in extra special ways during this Christmas season. Thank you for Jesus, for him coming, for him sacrificing his life for our sins, being raised from the dead and then thank you that he is coming again. And as we wait for that, may we wait joyfully investigating what you tell us about yourself, proclaiming that message to others, and then praising you for all of the goodness that we experience from you and that we see in your character. I pray this all in Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all. Tune back in with me next week as we look at the last distraction and the last delight that we can experience this Christmas season. Hope you have a great week. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I hope that you have been encouraged by our time together. Friend, I want you to know that Jesus is so important to me. And I want to share with you that you can have a relationship with Jesus, just like I have a relationship with Jesus. There are three easy steps to finding that relationship. Number one, admit that you are a sinner. Number two, believe on Jesus as the only one who can save you because he lived a perfect life. He died on a cross. He was buried in a tomb and then three days later, he arose from the dead victorious over sin and death. Believe that he did that for you. And then the third thing to do is to confess. Confess that Jesus Christ is your savior. It's as easy as that. I wanna encourage you, if you have not made that decision to follow Christ and go into a relationship with him, will you do that today? Will you ask Jesus to come in and be a part of your life, to be the Lord and Savior of your life, to be in charge? If you have made that decision today, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com so that I can be encouraging you, praying for you, and sending you some resources to help in your new walk with Christ. Check out more encouraging gospel-centered podcasts on the Kingdom Rock Podcast Network at kingdomrock.org. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.